This is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and this is the podcast version of my most recent meta-analysis of Nupept. I had experimented with Nupept on its own as a smart drug in the past, and honestly, I was a bit underwhelmed by it. Nupept is back on my radar, though. Since I started experimenting with some genuine Nupept that was sent to me from Moscow. That's right. So I I had some Nupept on my hands and I dived back in and evaluated the recent research coming out of both institutions and debatably, more importantly, the biohacker community. I realized that there was a couple of mistakes I made assumptions and misinformed notions in my initial investigation and experimentation with the stuff that I did back in 2014. There was four, I guess, mistakes I made that I will detail here. So this podcast is going to focus on decoding what the human studies are saying about Nupept and how this squares up with the anecdotal experiences of biohackers online. In this article, I'm going to focus a little more on the effects and applications and uses of Nupept more than the pharmacology or institutional research being done on the drug because Nupep seems to attract a significant number of users who are higher tolerance self-tinkers seeking performance enhancement. And, you know, think about Orville and Wilbur Wright. These were two tinkering bicycle mechanics that invented and successfully flew the first airplane in 1903. It was those guys. It was tinkerers. It was part-timers, not credentialed engineers or academics at universities that invented the airplane. So there's value in looking at the innovations and insights that are coming out of the digital Kitty Hawk beaches on the internet, especially in regards to biohacking. First, I'll address the mistakes I made with Nupept so that you don't repeat them. Number one is, a lot of people ask, is Nupept a racetam? Like many biohackers, I long thought of Nupept as a racetam because of the molecular similarity. Nupept doesn't technically make the cut as a racetam because it lacks the 2-oxyprilodenine skeleton. Although it is derived from paracetam, it does have something to do with paracetam, and it produces an EEG pattern similar to paracetam. So Nupept is kind of like the Prince Harry of the racetam family. If you're familiar with the the lore surrounding the British royal family. Second mistake I made was with dosage. When it comes to dosage, Nupept is a different animal than a lot of nootropics or performance enhancers in that more dose does not necessarily equal more effect. In fact, with Nupept, often more is less. 
the dosage that you should start with is 10 milligrams in the morning and 10 milligrams in the evening. If that's effective, increase it to 30 milligrams. Do 10 milligrams in the morning, 10 milligrams at noon, and 10 milligrams in the evening. When I first used Nupept back in 2014, I made the mistake of using it at a dose much higher than this. I did as much as 50 milligrams. I tried Nupept at the recommended dosage of 15 to 30 milligrams daily and experienced very little compared to other nootropics I'd been using like paracetam. I was so disappointed, I even contacted the vendor I bought it from and asked them if they were sure it was real Nupept. I didn't understand that it has a much more subtle and long-term effect compared with the other things, compared with the racetams that I had been had been using. So if you've been using racetams or or other things like that, and you're switching to Nupept, you need to adjust your expectations a little bit. I want to mention microdosing Nupept. A lot of people will find upon trying Nupept that it doesn't do much for them, and they'll assume that they just need to increase the dosage. Instead, what I recommend is to try taking just 5 to 10 milligrams daily. It's really not very much. If Nupept doesn't work wonders for you, resist the temptation to up the dosage. As counterintuitive as it may seem, try lowering the dosage. Third mistake that I made about Nupept was in regards to cycling. I used Nupept on and off for years as part of a racetam-rich nootropic stack called Kabaijo, but I made the mistake of not regimenting my cycling. It may be smart to add notifications to your digital calendar of when to cycle on and off Nupept. The recommendation from the manufacturer, and this, uh, this, this, this recommendation was repeated in several of the human studies that were done on it, which is to use it regularly for a month and a half to three months, so like 45 days to 90 days. Use it regularly and then take a month off of the stuff. The final error that I made with Nupept is in regards to its crucial cofactor. There's something that you need with Nupept. When I did my first trial with Nupept, I used it alone and was pretty underwhelmed. To really unleash Nupept and find out what all the hype is about, you need to combine it with some nootropic cofactors, most notably acetylcholine precursors like CDP-choline or alpha-GPC. Nupept floods your mind with the neurotransmitter acetylcholine, which is awesome until you exhaust the supply of acetylcholine, which you've experienced if you've tried Nupept and noticed like a nice nootropic effect for about an hour or two after dosing, but then you lost it. You lost that effect and you kind of went back to thinking and feeling just like normal, unenhanced you. Perhaps you're like many biohackers and you don't like supplementing choline or alpha-GPC. What I recommend is taking your Nupept 
with a meal that's rich in choline. My favorite is a delicious and nutritious beet, root, and spinach salad. There's a number of other nootropics that stack well with Nupept, which I'll discuss later, but an acetylcholine precursor is the most important cofactor. If, if you're not getting an acetylcholine precursor in there, either via your diet or other supplementation, I, I don't think it's worth trying Nupept. Talking about the scientific research, while Nupept is a favorite of biohackers, you could spend many hours reading online in forums and watching YouTube videos with first-hand accounts of its nootropic effects. As a popular nootropic, it has a lack of human studies documenting its cognition-enhancing properties. Nupept is no stranger to the international research community with 80, with over 80 listings on PubMed. However, keep in mind that when it comes to these studies, quality outweighs quantity. The three clinical trials done with Nupept demonstrate some benefits that make it worth the attention of biohackers. It's a cycleoprolylglycine prodrug. So it metabolizes into cycleoprolylglycine in the body. Other than being a difficult to pronounce chemical, cycleoprolylglycine is a positive modulator of the ampicine receptor, which is, which is quite important to performance enhancement. Next, I wanna talk about the Moscow study. The, this is the, the notable high quality human study done on Nupept. Comparative studies of Nupept and Paracetam in the treatment of patients with mild cognitive disorders in organic brain diseases of vascular and traumatic origin was conducted in 2009 over 56 days at the Russian Academy of Medical Sciences in Moscow. And it was comprised of 53 persons with cognitive issues who were taking 10 milligrams twice a day, so 20 milligrams daily. This human study also collaborated the conclusion of the animal studies in regards to its positive effect for those suffering with depression. To quote from the conclusion of the Moscow study, the results of the present trial of Nupept and Paracetam supported previous data on the characteristics of the action of Nupept, which form a combination of nootropic, mild, psychostimulatory, and anxiolytic effects. Nupept was found to produce positive therapeutic influences on cognitive deficit and neurosis-like symptomology in patients and emotional liability, asthenic disorder of vascular origin, and post-concussional syndrome. There were no significant differences in the extents of the nootropic effects of Nupept and Paracetam. Nupept produced heightened alpha-beta-1 EEG brainwave patterns, according to a 2011 Moscow study, which we associate with intellectual activity and outwardly focused concentration. Let's talk about Nupept versus Paracetam. The two get compared a lot because for many biohackers, they have a similar experiential effect. The big difference in usage between 
piracetam and nupept is the dosage required for effect. So piracetam recommended dosage is several grams daily, two to four grams, whereas the nupept recommended dosage is 10 to 30 milligrams daily. So that's about 1% of paracetam's dosage. It's, it's quite a remarkable difference, isn't it? Some nupept researchers pointed out that the use of paracetam was associated with a greater frequency, severity, and spectrum of undesirable effects in patients, which were dominated by effects linked with the excessive stimulatory action of the agent. The 56-day human study, the Moscow study, found that 20 milligrams of Nupept was more effective than 1,200 milligrams of paracetam in improving mini mental state examination scores. Next, I'm going to talk about the effect that Nupept is probably most renowned for, which is the excitatory psychostimulatory effect. Throughout the scientific literature and firsthand accounts, I kept hearing it described as subtle. It does not hit you with a jolt of energy or creativity 15 to 30 minutes after dosing as some nootropics do. It seems to have something of a cumulative effect that grows over time. After a few days or weeks of supplementing, it delivers its memory and sense enhancing effects to a higher degree. Skeptics will, of course, attribute this to a placebo effect. It's just a placebo effect. You're just imagining things, man. Uh, which that could be the case. You know, neutro the effect of nootropics could always be and probably is due somewhat to the placebo effect. But I bet that you could find at least 50 people, 50 Moscovites, 50 Russians there in Moscow who participated in that human trial that would strongly beg to differ. And I'll quote from a different study. This is a 2003 Russian study. Possible mechanisms underlying changes in the membrane potential of synaptoneurosomes induced by nootropic agents are discussed. It was interesting whether modulation of electrogenesis can improve memory and potentiate the neuroprotective effect of the test nootropic agents. Moving on, let's talk about Nupept as a cognitive enhancer. Ampicine drugs like Nupept are such an effective modulator of our human abilities of focus and perception that they've been researched for military applications by DARPA. This is the shadowy branch of the US government that has a time travel device and sent President Obama to Mars, at least according to internet conspiracy theories. In reality, what they do is they develop advanced weaponry technology. And they're very interested in how the, how empikinic drugs can make better, more effective soldiers. Boy, I wouldn't want to be a, a, an enemy of the United States. In a survey of over 200 Nupept users, this is a survey on Longevity, 63% reported that it improved their overall cognition. An Australian biohacker reported, I've been really pleased with the efficacy of Nupept. 
It's really helped improve my performance at work. My mental arithmetic has improved tremendously, something I struggled with prior to starting Nupept. My focus and retention are also improved while on it. Nupept and memory enhancement. It enhances memory formation it enhances memory formation via its cholinosensitizing effect and neurotrophin production. There's some nuance to how Nupept is a memory biohack, a long-term memory biohack, and how it improves your memory. Nupept improves memory formation as opposed to memory recall. So it would be a more beneficial memory aid if it's January 1st, and your New Year's resolution is to learn a new language, and you're going to start studying just as soon as your hangover wears off. Then, if you studied or spoke fluently a language when you were younger, like decades ago, and your language is a bit rusty and you want to improve your recall of it, Nupept would be a whole lot better for learning new things. However, it's not so simple to say that memory formation and memory recall are totally different things. They are, in fact, somewhat intertwined. And I'd like to quote from the book, The Shallows, what the internet is doing to our brains. The brain that does the remembering is not the brain that formed the initial memory. In order for the old memory to make sense in the current brain, the memory has to be updated. Biological memory is in a perpetual state of renewal. The memory stored in a computer, by contrast, takes the form of distinct and static bits. You can move the bits from one storage drive to another as many times as you like, and they will always remain precisely as they were. To synopsize, recalling old memories or refreshing old skills recontextualizes these things to our current life and state of mind. The best way to learn new skills and knowledge is to intertwine them in your mind with skills and knowledge that you've already mastered. Although Nupet will aid you more in acquiring a new skill or domain of knowledge more than it will in recalling the past. But there's a bit of a, a blurry gray line there. From a 2008 paper on its effect on neurogenesis. Our results are consistent with the hypothesis that neurotrophin synthesis in the hippocampus determines cognitive function, particularly in consolidation and delayed memory retrieval. Published data show that neurotrophic factor deficiency in the hippocampus is observed. So the study suggests that you want to use Nupept in 28-day cycles, although an earlier animal study indicated that it improves memory within a 9-day cycle of dosing, but positive effects on memory diminish after that. So maybe a good reason to cycle off Nupept for a day or two every nine days. You don't want to take Nupept every day in perpetuity like you might with other vitamins or nutrients. I'm going to talk about Nupept as an anxiolytic. Like aniracetam, it's an anxiolytic, an anxiety alleviating 
agent. Although the mechanism underlying this is not as deeply understood as with any number of other anxiety relieving nootropics. As of yet, no human clinical trials have scientifically evaluated this effect. So it would not be my go-to recommendation for treating anxiety. I would first recommend things like ashwagandha, phenibut, meditation, etc. On the longevity forums, it is frequently praised as a social smart drug. To quote one biohacker's detailed account, subtle yet profound. First of all, I didn't feel anything other than the improved coordination and mental functioning after consuming many alcoholic drinks. I'd say that alone was an amazing discovery. Think of the social ramifications. Moving on, many people report this serene feeling. To me, it's more of a reassuring feeling, but again, very subtle. What is not so subtle has less to do with overall mood and more with verbal fluency. And by that, I mean the ability to easily express your thoughts without having to pause very often to search for words. Speech is free-flowing, and while not a euphoric high some might be searching for, it serves a great benefit for social situations. I haven't personally noticed this anti-anxiety effect much myself, like this very uh, ecstatic guy that I just quoted, but I'm not, but I'm, I'm lucky uh, to not be a naturally anxious person. Naturally, I'm a pretty cool cat. If you're following the social anxiety protocol that I created kind of that documentary about, Nupept is worth split testing with the other pro-social nootropics that I discussed in there as a verbal smart drug. A common benefit of cognitive enhancement, working memory enhancement, and long-term memory enhancement, those three things together, a symptom of those three things being, being dialed up, is a marked improvement in verbal intelligence. A German biohacker reported, the only improvement I could feel was the effect on the verbal fluency and talking speed. The words simply left my mouth without having to think too much about it. A Kiwi concurred. I am also an advocate for Nupept. I noticed increased verbal fluency when talking in foreign languages. And at least one other video blog anecdotally reported that it helped a lot with remembering people's names along with language learning. Nupept has what I like to call a lucidifying effect, which is to say that it makes life just a bit more lucid. If you're familiar with lucid dreaming, what lucid dreamers like to do is they like to make the experience that they're having while they're dreaming more substantial. And many reviewers of Nupep, people who speak about it anecdotally, will report kind of an exciting effect on the senses that reds are more red, blues are more blue, that conversations with friends are more engaging, nature sounds are more pronounced, music and bass are more enjoyable. And also there's an effect on touch for a lot of people. An increased awareness of hot, cold, sensations are heightened while touching animals or loved ones, and perhaps your animals are your loved ones. 
I'll mention Alzheimer's, new peptiverse Alzheimer's. A 2008 study concluded that its BDNF mechanism gives those suffering with Alzheimer's reason for hope. Quote, in light of this, our findings suggest that NuPept holds much promise to prevent the development of Alzheimer's diseases in patients with mild cognitive impairment. But the studies done with Alzheimer's were in vitro, which means in the glass, under the microscope, as opposed to detailing how they actually affect whole live humans. So probably not my go-to recommendation for Alzheimer's. Let's talk about depression. Two studies suggested that it helps abolish learned helplessness, but they were animal studies. A few anecdotal reports suggest that it may have a causal relationship with symptoms of depression though, so this might not be good news. Quote, I have experienced severe depression coming off a month of 20 to 40 milligrams of Nupept with some megadoses, 100 milligrams in between. So much so that I called my ex, who I broke up with and happily had no contact with for three months, and I begged her to take me back. After taking Nupept, I was plunged into a horrific episode of depression. I had suicidal thoughts and I spent hours sobbing. I could hardly hold myself together at work and I started crying at my desk. For a lot of people, Nupept might not affect them like this, but if you're like me, uh, you might want to be more careful. I used a lot of drugs in my 20s and felt a dependency on cocaine, alcohol, and Valium. I thought a substance like Nucat Nupept could help me regain some intelligence, and I think years of drug abuse have destroyed. I've also used to suffer heavily from depression. That's a report that comes from Reddit, which is just typifies the general so much bitch assness of Reddit users. I am not a fan of that website. So, so, much <laughs> so it has an unpredictable effect on depression. And importantly, I would not recommend Nupept highly to those with a sordid mental health history. Moving on to neuroprotection. Animal studies suggest a neuroprotective effect, but it's unproven in humans. So if you have a jousting tournament coming up and are looking for a nootropic to fortify your brain from the inevitable concussions that will ensue after the, uh, the applause of the uh, maidens, hopefully, that are, that are cheering you on as the, uh, the brave white knight that you are, if that's what you got in your, if that's what's coming up in your weekend or some uh, amalgamation thereof, I would reach for something other than Nupept. However, I'd like to quote from the nootropic meta-analyzer extraordinaire Kamal Patel of Examine.com. He said, more studies are needed to determine the main mechanisms responsible for Nupept's neuroprotective effects. Next, let's talk about sleep. The Moscow study noted an improvement in sleep, but this probably just has to do with its, with it allaying anxiety. It doesn't have a mechanism that works on sleep, but there's a number of anecdotal reports of it improving quality of sleep along with stimulating more vivid 
dreams, you know, like vivid dreams that have a J.J. Abrams-esque arching storylines. I don't know about you, but I would really like to have a vivid dream of of sex with a green woman. So maybe maybe New Peptide will help me out with that. It hasn't yet, but you can be assured that I'll, I'll video blog about it when and if it does happen. Green. I don't consider it. Can you paint yourself green sometime <laughs> soon? Please. Maybe, maybe for my birthday. We'll see. Okay. We'll see if I'm well behaved. I don't consider it a sleep hack, but you would not want to take it within four hours of sleep. Uh, it, it may disturb your sleep. A nootropic value. The bang for the buck that Nupept represents is like a Russian hydrobomb exploding in some remote corner of Siberia. It's an impressive value in comparison to paracetam and other cognitive enhancers. The standard supply of powdered Nupept is 10 grams and it runs about $25, maybe a little bit more than, more or less than that. And at a higher dosage of 30 milligrams daily, that would last you 166 days. So the, the better part of a year for 25 bucks, it's a pretty great value. And you can also get it in capsules. It costs a bit more in capsules. There's, there's a significant savings of using it in powdered form, but it sure is convenient to just drop a little 10 milligram pill three times daily. For the cognitive enhancement atheists out there, Nupep couldn't be a more affordable experiment with supplies starting at, like I said, you know, it's like 10 grams for about 25 bucks. And for those who insist on taking their smart drugs in capsule form, you can get 90 capsules for convenience. It comes in a much smaller container, which is convenient for those taking nootropics while traveling or just packing light. I'd be a lot less nervous about an over-aggressive and underpaid border security guard with a discreet package of Nupept in my luggage than if I were traveling and crossing a border with a conspicuous bag full of powdered paracetam. The small size of the package also makes it more affordable for those who are abroad and who need their nootropics shipped internationally to them. Let's talk about pills versus powders versus nootropic stacks. There's three main ways that people use Nupept. First of all is powdered. It's one of the most affordable smart drugs on the market. Given the low daily recommended dose, you can buy almost a year's supply of powdered Nupept for under $40. The downside to this is that you have to measure out the minuscule dose with the tiny measuring spoon several times a day. It's kind of a pain in the ass and you'll inevitably spill Nupept on yourself or your laptop. Over the years, I've inadvertently given my laptop a lot of smart drugs and they haven't really made my laptop any smarter. I urge you to only consume Nupept from a reputable source. Nupept is an unpatented 
molecule created by hundreds of different labs around the world. There's good reason to be skeptical of Nupep that is not verified by a third-party certificate of analysis or spectroscopy. Pills are another common form of it. I've gotten some of the best cognitive results from genuine Russian Nupep. It's still pretty affordable with a one-month supply running about $25. The advantage is that each little pill is just 10 milligrams, so dosing is super easy. About stacks. Nupept is included as an ingredient in a lot of aggressively marketed nootropic stack products. Nupept does stack well. There's a lot of synergies that it has with other nootropics you'll see in these stacks. But I'm a bit skeptical of this because you have no idea of the quality of the Nupept itself. Again, unless you're seeing a COA for it, your decision to buy or consume something is just based upon faith in whoever is selling it. Also, Nupept is really something that you want to do dosage experiments with to figure out what is really right for your unique neurobiology. And a stack product deprives you of this, just giving you the same universal dose as it does everyone else. Let's talk about its history. Low priced, yet highly beneficial. It's no surprise that it's a product of the free market, synthesized in Russia in 1996. I often thought that Nupept was just a good marketing name that a clever Russian came up with, but actually it's derived from endogenous neuropeptide cycleoprolylglycine, which it is chemically based upon. According to Wikipedia, it also goes by the name Omberacetam. I've never heard of that name before. Wikipedia has a laughably short and incomplete entry for Nupept. Wikipedia is not the place to learn about biohacking kids. Next, let's talk about its mechanism of action. There are two proposed mechanisms of action of Nupept, which is the sensitizing effect on acetylcholine processes. Nupept has a cholinosensitizing effect, wherein acetylcholine delivery to the neuron is improved. And the second is induction of neurotrophin production. According to a 2008 study, which found that it calibrated brain-derived neurotrophic factor, to quote the study, our results are consistent with the hypothesis that neurotrophin synthesis in the hippocampus determines cognitive function, particularly in consolidation and delayed memory retrieval. In light of this, our findings suggest that Nupept holds much promise to prevent the development of Alzheimer's disease in patients with mild cognitive impairment. Other mechanisms include tonic inhibition in the hippocampus blunts anxiety. It modulates brain waves via glutamatergic inhibition. It does cross the blood-brain barrier and it boosts nerve growth factor and brain-derived neurotrophic factor. Next, let's talk about some other cofactors of Nupept. There's a number of stacks highly recommended by the biohacker community. Obsessive Nupept self-experimenter Ryan Michael Ballow recommends a daily driver focus stack 
of 10 to 30 milligrams of Nupept with 150 milligrams of CDP-choline, 300 milligrams of L-theanine, and this stack enhances creativity and alleviates anxiety. So it would be a good social stack. Ryan Michael Ballow also recommends stacking 10 to 30 milligrams of Nupept with 150 milligrams of phenylparacetam, 500 milligrams of choline. Phenylparacetam also exhausts your acetylcholine, so you need to up your choline intake if you're taking two things that are burning through your acetylcholine. And then he also recommends adding just four milligrams of Sunni Theram to that, which, which I weirdly still have in some dusty corner of my, my biohacker bag. And also uridine and Nupept is a pretty good idea. 150 to 200 milligrams of uridine it adds a bit more of like an energetic edge to the psychostimulation of Nupept. And then you would want to do 75 milligrams of choline along with that. A few other things you could consider would actually be modafinil. Trying 75 milligrams of modafinil, so a low dose of modafinil with 10 to 15 milligrams of Nupept. This is maybe a good idea if you find modafinil overstimulating or that it hurts your sleep. If that's the case, what you'd wanna do is break a 100 milligram tablet of modafinil into fourths and then take uh, three of those fourths with a tiny measure of Nupept. I tried this myself and I didn't find it to really induce a whole lot of brilliance. Some people seem to find this combination of Nupept and modafinil to be really great. It's a good idea. I found that doing a whole modafinil, it kind of just takes a toll on my sleep that that evening. So I'm gonna experiment with this more and maybe I'll do a video blog about it in the future. And finally, I will mention Bromantane. Alexi with RU Pharma recommended combining Nupept with Bromantane, which is another Russian drug. Some biohackers out there find bromantane to be this very visceral nootropic. It's, it's, if, if you're a person that kind of likes trying edgy things, bromantane for some people is uh, held in extremely high esteem and is a really interesting uh, cognitive experience. I'm gonna be doing more experimentation in it with it in the near future. Since its effects and mechanism are similar to racetam's Nupept, it will likely kind of lead to a cross tolerance to racetams. If you're stacking it with racetams, it's wisest to keep the Nupept dose low. Again, stay conservative with Nupept. And if you're listening to those stacks, what I'll encourage you to do when you want to try them, just head over to the article that is linked below this podcast or YouTube video, and I have all of those there, and I keep an updated list of things there. So if there's new things that I find that are really great, I'm going to have them there. If you're serious about Nupept, go and check out that article. I'll mention experiential. Nupept is kind of an instant satisfaction smart drug, at least for many people. If it's working for you, it will be discernible within an hour of dosing, if not sooner. 
it's not like some nootropics that you need to take for weeks or months before their effects become apparent. And it's a relatively fast-burning cognitive enhancer. Uh, according to an animal study, its effect lasts less than 70 minutes. And I would say my personal experience would accord with that. On usage, it's recommended that you take it with or just prior to a meal or a snack. Although this is not crucial, it is water soluble. So taking it with a glass of water is fine. And I recommend taking it sublingually, meaning that you place it below your tongue and let it dissolve into the floor of your, of your mouth. Its oral bioavailability is not great. I've noticed a greater cognitive bang for my nootropic buck when I take it sublingually. And finally, you don't want to snort it. A lot of idiots on the internet recklessly do this or brag about it for clicks, and apparently it stimulates a bit of euphoria. This is not a good idea as it can cause nosebleeds and sinus problems. Taste and aesthetics. Self-reporters through a popular biohacker forum seem to agree that the taste isn't so great, but not as bad as some powdered racetams. Aesthetically, it's a generic white powder. It's virtually indistinguishable from paracetam. I'll mention legality. In the USA, it's legal, non-prescription, non-scheduled drug. In Canada, it does not have a drug identification number, but it's also not scheduled, nor is it controlled in Canada. So it kind of falls into the gray zone in Canada. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. So uh, it's not a great idea to, you know, do like a border crossing in Canada with a bunch of it in your car. It's also sold legally in Australia and then in the UK. Sorry, mites. Nupept is likely to fall under the psychoactives ban. If you want to try it, you better order from a source that delivers anonymously, like rupharma.com. I'll mention side effects. Like a lot of popular nootropics, there's a couple of severe edge cases. People ending up in the hospital or suffering from depression, uh, but all of these edge cases that I found had two things in common. They were people with histories of mental health issues, and they were using Nupept in high or extreme dosages without cycling. So it's it's pretty easy to avoid negative experiences with Nupept. The most commonly reported side effects were headaches, insomnia, and brain fog. About 15% of users report these. And according to the Moscow study, the occurrence of undesirable side effects was less with Nupept than with Paracetam. As far as risk grade, I'm gonna give this one a B. Here's why. It has a lot of overlap with the very well-tolerated nootropic category of racetams. Thousands of astute biohackers have reported their experiences with it, and there's a real lack of common, serious, undesirable side effects. I don't think Nupept deserves an A risk grade because there's only three clinical trials meticulously evaluating it in humans. 
it is less documented than some other more official members of the racetam family like paracetam, aniracetam, or phenylparacetam. It's non-addictive, its mechanisms are not habit-forming, and uh, there's, and also finally, there's some reason to believe that excessive extreme dosing may result in unpleasant and dangerous excitotoxicity. You wanna avoid that. So again, guys, just stay conservative with the dosage on this and I think you'll be just fine. In conclusion, when my close friends and loved ones come to me asking about nootropics and if nootropics can really help them, I've never recommended them Nupept. Nupept is just not that proven relative to other nootropics that I hold in higher esteem. A lot of times, its effects on cognition and memory are not clearly noticeable. You need to have some faith in its long-term effects when taking it. There's a lot of interesting hypotheses about how it promotes neuroplasticity and interacts beneficially with other nootropics. And there's also a lot of anecdotal reports of it really empowering biohackers' minds. While it may not be one of my most recommended nootropics, it's very cheap and relatively safe. It's worth trying, and if you tried it before and were underwhelmed by it, it's worth trying again with some of the cofactors that I mentioned above. Again, I'm Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and as always, I look forward to a continued conversation with you. Legal notices. If you or someone you know developed or created a concept, piece of content, or idea shared on this show, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com so we can mention them in the show notes or provide a backlink. We want to give credit where credit is due. As a listener to the Limitless Mindset podcast, we hope you have and practice common sense. However, since some of the content covered in this show deals with subjects of a health, legal, or business nature, this show is for entertainment purposes. If you need recommendations of doctors, nutritionists, or attorneys to consult before making decisions that may have health or legal repercussions, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com.